What the fuck is up, world? Yali Tlaltik Pak. We back in this bitch. Another podcast for that ass. Another grito. Sea dicho. Back from the crib. You know how it is. Some more of that hood philosophy shit. Trying to stay on my one, two and pump these bitches out as quickly as I can. Try to catch up. For the slacking on the macking that happened, you know, just with everyday life shit like we talked about in the last podcast. But here we are, less than three weeks later, right, from our previous podcast on my boy, the dog man himself, right? And we're looking forward to picking up with some more podcasts on, you know what, dog, I wanted to flip the script a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you, yo. Everything that's happening just society-wise, I'm just so bored of it, so bored of it. And even though it's Jordan Peterson's story, I know it's important for me to get out and I'm going to finish it, get it out eventually, Okay. But uh, I want to just take a quick little break <laughs> and talk a little bit of conspiracies, dog, because I just I love conspiracies. And you know what? Honestly, it's not even conspiracies, bro. What I'm realistically doing is I'm just examining conspiracy theories in a philosophical manner. Now, whether or not you agree with that, with that um, take that's you know, I really don't care because I know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I mean? Um, people could you know disagree. The dusty ass academic dorks up in fucking the ivory tower will definitely disagree. But I can give a motherfucker less because I know what it is that I'm doing. Right. Anyway, so I want to take a quick break from that little trajectory, the little story arc that I'm currently going on with the whole fucking modernism versus postmodernism debate and focus a little bit on some conspiracy theories, dog. Um, But before I do that, some quick formalities, get them out the way. If you haven't already, follow your boy, OG dot, no, I'm lying. Well, no, OG dot ice nice 13. That's the the backup account. But uh, more importantly, the the primary account, OG underscore ice nice 13 on the gram, if you haven't already. Something along the same lines on YouTube, Instagram, or rather uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Right? I'm also still continuing to work on that fucking Patreon. Slowly but surely, dog. Slowly but surely it's coming along. I don't want to drop shit until I have a good product that I personally feel is ready to be able to charge anybody, right? Because it's still I still uh, struggling with that internal dynamic myself, and you know, in wanting to charge people for shit, but. It's all part of the process. I hope you understand that I'm just trying to escape the hood, dog. That's all it boils down to, right? I'm not trying to exploit the loyal people who've been listening to this motherfucker, right? Because, you know, your boy knows full well. I'm just a random nobody, dog. Pick up a podcast equipment and started dropping this shit. So, you know, I understand my position, you know? So I hope that you understand that I'm coming to you with as sincere intentions as possible with just trying to fucking the struggle, right? Escape the hood, dog. Everyday struggle. Anyways, with that said, let's get into this bitch, dog, because I got a lot of shit to talk about today. I got about 15 pages of notes. Um, Whether I can get through them all or not is irrelevant. I'm not going to speed through this shit because, like I said, um, you know, as I was working through a little bit of the sickness of spirit from the the last couple of weeks, (laughs) this conspiracy shit really helped me out, dog. Examining it all through a conspiratory or rather the conspiracies through a uh, philosophical lens, it really helped me out. So I'm not going to rush it because, you know, this is helping me as well. Um, So, yeah, let's just get into it, dog. So again, just got to reemphasize the fact that, you know, I'm realistically not, I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist. At best, I'm someone that just keeps track of score, right? I see shit that happens. And I guess if you want to expand it a little bit further, I try to recognize patterns. You can, I, you know, <laughs> they have like this fancy word for it that people trip, not, not tripophobia, that's something else, uh, par- paradelia, where we see things that, you know, faces and shit, like in the moon and all that kind of stuff. And they try to use that as a way to dismiss people who'd like to see patterns and events, Right. To which I just say, okay, if patterns were so fucking unimportant, then how do you explain the stock market, dog? Because people make trillions of dollars off fucking recognizing patterns, you know, on a daily basis. Okay, so there's obviously something to be said about patterns. So at the very least, if I'm not a conspiracy theorist, I will gladly admit that I do keep track of shit. I do keep score mentally, right? I guess also in written form. 
But then I just notice the patterns and I say to myself, when shit like this happens, usually this is what happens next, okay? So for instance, last night with the whole Derek Chauvin, it was last night, uh, the, he was found guilty of murder, which anyone, we fucking knew he was going to get found guilty of murder. He was sacrificed for the system, right? He was sacrificed in order to keep the system in play. Um, but the riots, they're, they're a given. It's just, that's just what people do at this point, right? Motherfuckers riot when the, the, the Lakers win a national championship, dog. You're not, you don't think they're going to riot over something as emotionally charged as this George Floyd fucking uh, uh, scandal, you know what I'm saying? Of course they are, yo. Um, another thing that when it comes down to keeping these patterns of behaviors, you know, growing up in the hood, dog, this is hood motherfucking philosophy, bro. Okay. So part of the hood philosophy shit is that, yeah, dog, your boy grew up in the fucking hood and you have to be hyper vigilant and you have to be fucking aware because shit can pop off at any given second. And you have to start to notice patterns of behaviors in people to notice, to anticipate, to anticipate when shit is about to start to pop off so that you can fucking get out of there long before the shit ever does go down, right? Because you don't want to be caught in the crossfire of some fucking drunken asshole or some angry asshole walking around with undiagnosed PTSD from the trauma of growing up in the hood and shit, right? When you could have recognized the pattern of behavior and said, you know what? I see where this night is going and I'm gonna get the fuck out of here because I've been here before and I realize full well what's coming next. And that's kind of like what it is when it boils down to the conspiracy theories, dog, just hypervigilance and keeping track of patterns of behavior, right? Um, in a more philosophical perspective, I must continue to reemphasize your boy's a radical skeptic, dog. I'm not a fucking, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, okay? I just, I doubt everything. I have, I doubt everything that I have reason to believe is not true, right? And at this point, if you're still buying into the shit from the fucking government sanctioned propaganda fucking uh, news corporations, I, I mean, you're, you're, probably, you're probably not even listening to this podcast, first and foremost. If you're one of those fucking, uh, what, what do they call, blue and on dorks, okay? You're not listening to this podcast. And if you are, you're listening to try to get ammo on me to fucking, you know, critique me or whatever the case might be. Um, but uh, on the off chance that you are one of those people that does listen to this podcast, but you still have some sort of faith in the fucking you know, corporate news, like, I, I mean, come on, dog, at this point, you, it, it's so blatantly fucking obvious that the, the, the mass manipulation is on that I really, there's really nothing much that I can fucking uh, say or do to explain to you that why we need to be skeptical of these news outlets and how they are not anything but, how they are anything rather but fucking these uh, uh, vestiges for truth, okay? So when it comes to this uh, conspiratory shit, dog, what I think realistically is that I'm doing is that I like to think that I'm laying out the argument, okay? And explaining both the strength and the weaknesses, okay? So take like the flat earth theory. I like to just lay out their argument and say, I'm not a flat earther, dog. I, I don't fucking care, honestly, in, in the interest of full outright disclosure. I don't give a fuck if we live on a fucking flat earth. I don't give a fuck if we live on a globe. If you ask me personally, I'm more inclined to believe we live in a simulation. But at the end of that, even then, dog, I don't give a fuck. Like, I really don't, okay? I care about maximizing the overall amount of happiness and pleasurability that I experience while I'm living up in this bitch, right? The slippery earth of Tlatik Pak. That doesn't mean I'm a hedonist, okay? It just means that I'm trying to fucking strengthen and, you know, level up, if you will, essentially, right? So uh, I have no problem then uh, examining the fucking problem, the, the, the flat earth theory. Now, this is obviously scoffed upon and looked down upon, rather, uh, scoffed on and looked down upon by people who consider themselves fucking intellectuals, quote unquote, okay? Because according to them, even acknowledging something as fucking, uh, well, like a flat earth theory, okay? I'm not going to say it's nonsensical because again, radical, <laughs> radical skeptic dog, I don't know where the fuck we live, but honestly, I don't care, right? Um, they're going to look down on it and just be like, that, that's beneath me, right? But I don't have a problem looking at it because again, I, since I, for one, I don't think anything's beneath me, dog. I recognize my place in the universe. I'm a tiny fractal fucking being, okay? Um, furthermore, I'm confident enough in my fucking, 
commitment to not commitment, my radical skepticism, that I can engage with fucking something like the flat earth theory and, you know, look at their argument and say, okay, this is the strength of their argument and this is the weakness of their argument, right? And I can give props when they are due and I can simultaneously shit on them when they deserve it because I'm not committed to any one belief. I'm not committed to any one view, right? I'm trying to de-ideolize, blah. The word I'm looking for is ideology, but trying to de-ideologize, it's a hard word to come up with. I don't know why my stupid brain can't fucking come up with it, right? But I'm trying to undo myself of any ideologies that I have, okay? Um, and part of that entails that, yeah, dog, like I, just a commitment to non-commitment, right? So with, in that respect, then, when it comes to examining these conspiracy theories, dog, I don't even really like to use the word conspiracy theorist, okay? Because that term is, it's, it's just so loaded. It's such a loaded term that it's an obstacle in and of itself to overcome, which prohibits even entering into the space with an open mind. Bro, this is the hallmark of philosophy. You got to enter into discussion with honest intentions and an open mind. You cannot come in here as many people, most 98, 99.9% of philosophers. They may not say they do, but they absolutely do. Okay. Like, especially the academic ones, they're convinced that the ancient Greek tradition is the one tradition of philosophy. But it's like, dude, you're just a fucking racist piece of shit. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Motherfucker's been philosophizing long before Socrates and uh, whatever ever were ru- fucking running around molesting young kids in ancient Greece. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so that's what I'm trying to say is that's the hallmark of philosophy. You enter into discussion with an open mind, not to try to establish or rather try to assert. It's not a game, dog. It's not a fucking game where you're like playing a game of one-upsmanship. That's ancient Greek fucking Socratic discourse bullshit. Okay. The point of philosophy is that the, at least for hood philosophy, okay, is you have two, uh, people who are entering in, interlocutors, if you will, who are entering into this discussion with fucking open faith. Okay. And good faith. Not trying to establish a truth, but trying to elevate our understanding of what truth is, right? Um, and when you come in with these loaded terms like conspiracy theorist, it, it, it's a hindrance to that because, you know, we have such a negative view in this culture of conspiracy theorists because mainstream news, dog. It's that simple. Like, I hate to be that reductive, but, you know, when the fucking press is on... Uh, like like the like not like the press like they're they're putting the squeeze on the on on these alternative news sites not the press like the media I don't mean to confuse you there, but uh, when the when the press is putting the squeeze <laughs> if you will on these you know alternative news sites then it's, you know uh, they they establish these narratives that are very dismissive of quote unquote conspiracy theories so that's just an obstacle to have to overcome and I find that rather than have to do that is to just not even use the word conspiracy theorist okay because. Honestly, what I genuinely believe is the case in most instances instances, is that you have just naturally inquisitive people, bro, like myself and almost certainly you if you're listening to this, okay, who are unsatisfied with the simple answers that were given to life. And, <laughs> you know, you're just looking for something that gives you that proverbial truth buzz, if you will, that resonates a little bit deeper than the typical average everyday American way of living, Right. Um, and you know, many people are content with that and honestly, good for them, dog. good for them. Right. Cause I'm, I'm no longer in a place where I feel as though everyone should, you know, quote unquote, wake up, if you will, and start seeing shit for what it really, or at least what I allegedly believe it to be. <laughs> right. That's that social justice warrior mentality bullshit, dog. And I'm trying to move past that point in my life. The social justice element coming here where they're saying, this is what the truth is. And you must believe us. And if you don't believe us, you're a literal fucking Nazi. Like, no, dude. I just sat here and talked shit about the ancient Greeks doing that thing, right? Doing that same shit. It's not any different just because the side that is currently in favor in terms of, you know, political norm in this term, the progressive liberal left, progressive, okay? 
Uh, it doesn't make it any better. Like, I don't, I'm trying to move past that, bro. So if motherfuckers ain't trying to see it, like, hood philosophy. It's a philosophy for everyone and no one at all. I copied that from my boy Nietzsche, just in the interest of full disclosure, okay? Um, and if it's not for you, cool, dog. Like I said plenty of times, I hope you find something that is, right? And if it is for you, what's up, dog? I see you, right? Um, so I'm not, I'm not trying to get to that point where I'm going to be ostracizing people for not agreeing exactly as I do. Uh, as is the case with many conspiracy theorists in the interest of full disclosure, right? Like the flat earthers are probably the worst. They think that the whole globe head shit, they think that if you don't believe in flat earth, they'll just, they'll just shun you right away and they'll start talking all that kind of shit, right? Which is, it's, it's antithetical to the whole point of being an inquisitive, truth-seeking person, right? So what I consider then my work to be is more of an alternative that's directly within the world of conspiracy theorists, Right? than something of a bridge between both worlds. And what I mean the bridge between both worlds is I'm not trying to bridge the conspiracy theorist and the philosophical world. Like, I don't give a fuck about either one of those worlds in complete interest of full disclosure, right? I just see it as an alternative. Like you have these two worlds, they have these dominant narratives that they're trying to establish. And then you have people like myself who are like, well, I really don't care about either one of those, but I'm still inquisitive. I still have questions and I'm still not satisfied with what the fuck the answers that it is that we're being given. And that's where I like to consider myself to fall into play, Right. So in that respect, then it's not because conspiracy theorists can't be philosophers, but more importantly, because snooty academic dorks, honestly, would never, again, even consider engaging with shit that has been deemed conspiratorial, which, in my opinion, honestly, speaks credence as to why we shouldn't be even fucking, why it speaks volumes, dog, volumes as to why we shouldn't be lending credence to what these academic dorks have to say as far as establishing this uh, intellectual truth, if you will, rather being the intellectual court, the epistemic court rather, right? Namely in the sense that they get to decide what truth is. Like, nah, you can't decide what truth is, bro, if you're fucking scared of looking at shit that doesn't fucking jive with your pre-existing established views of reality. Like, that's not, you're not an epistemic court. You're a very biased court. This is not fucking democratic at all. Anyways, <laughs> Uh, we can call this, I call this anyways, just moving forward, dog. The more I think about it, like <laughs> returning back to the original roots of hood philosophy, I, I really am. I really, I really am. Right. Okay. Uh, enjoying this little current trajectory of modernism and postmodernism. And I guess in the interest of full disclosure, there's going to be a little bit of it in here as well. Can't escape it completely because inevitably I will be talking about Mikhail Foucault, right? Uh, specifically his views on biopower and all that kind of shit, government bodies, gubernatorial bodies, Right. And that's, you know, it seems to be conspiratorial, but it's also deeply in line with the whole modernism slash postmodernism debate. But um, yeah, it's I, just thinking about it. I was like, we, call, we can call this the Drake cast because I'm going back to back with these throwbacks on this episode, right? Just thinking about how fun, realistically, hood philosophy is supposed to be. And that's one of the things that I kind of noticed that I found myself slap, uh, uh, slacking on when it came to a little bit of this modernism debate is I was focusing a little bit. That's not a bad thing. Okay. But it's just Focusing so heavily on the academic side and not having as much fun, dog, because the academic side, there's a reason why these little social justice words are so fucking angry, dog. And that's because the academic side of it is very angry in and of itself. Okay. Um, if you ask me personally, they're going to say it's because of the external world that we're living in that needs to be fixed. But I would venture to say that a lot of it also has to do with the fact that the people who are writing the literature are themselves overall unhappily. Okay. Unhappy. Okay. Um, so, yeah. And deviating from this and going returning back to the shit that I'm actually interested in, dog. What am I interested in? Like, realistically, I'm interested in zombies. I'm interested in people playing God. I'm interested in eternal life. I'm, list <laughs> I'm interested in Nazis living in a fucking hollowed out moon, okay? 
uh, living out in hollowed out bunkers in Antarctica. All that good shit that makes hood philosophy so much fun, Doug. And, you know, again, these academic dorks, they won't want to hear it because it seems so far removed from reality, which is strange to me, okay? It's strange to me because they have no problem coming up with this shit when, in terms of thought experiments. But as soon as we start applying it to actual real world instances, that's when they completely like throw their hands up and they're like, enough with this nonsense, right? To which I'm like, nah, dog, fuck that. Truth is stranger than fiction, homeboy. And the thought experiments that these dusty fucking nerds are coming up with in academia, they can never, ever closely even approximate the shit that's popping off in real life, dog. Like, that's just absolute fact, bro. Um, and the most obvious of these, <laughs> the most obvious of these that has really stuck out with me lately has been, um, it's been the, the controversy surrounding the coronavirus vaccine, dog, okay? Uh, of which, I guess, there's two prominent conspiratorial issues that, you know, interestingly, later turned out to be true. Anyways, but uh, they started out that there's, there's two main uh, uh, issues with the COVID vaccine, okay? That as far as the conspiracy theories are concerned, those are like the two main ones, okay? Um, so we'll start, it starts first with like the COVID vaccine, then uh, it moves on to the actual vaccines themselves. And what I mean by the vaccine is like the, the ethical issue of whether or not people should be receiving the vaccine whether or not it should be mandated to receive the vaccine. And then like into the actual issue of the vaccine itself. What is the vaccine comprised of? The essence, if you will, of the vaccine, to use the philosophical language. <laughs> um, to look forward quickly, like to just a little forward looking into the end, uh, the, the, the end of the podcast, in terms of the passport, dog, that's one of the biggest issues that, that, that arises in terms of the first issue regarding the, the COVID vaccine, okay? Um, and why it's so fucking funny to me is that because beyond being spoken about at nausea, in the underground, the underground here being the conspiracy, okay, the conspiracy communities, it's already been applied practically, dog, in real-world settings, and of all places, fucking China, bro, like, of course, China, right, um, you know, China, the place where we can no longer criticize, because doing so is always racist, with no exception, even when they are doing shit that is clearly, uh, clearly problematic, yes, that place right there, right, um, now, in terms of the actual vaccine itself, like, what it's comprised of, oh, yeah, yeah, you don't even know, I don't even know where to begin with that one, dog. I really don't, okay? Because it's such a controversial topic that the mere mentioning of it is enough to cause people to insist on operating within the scale of binary oppositions and they fucking proceed to just lose their fucking mind. The most hilarious example to me was Ali G. Puyakasha, your boy, Ali G. Complete fucking hypocrite, dog. Made a whole career off satire and irony and was completely oblivious to the satire and irony of a mural that was posted up in Australia and demanded that Facebook fucking remove it. You know what I mean? Which is like, you're Ollie G, dog. You made a whole career trolling and shitposting. How the fuck are you asking now for that kind of behavior to be, you know, censored? It just, it just blows my mind, right? As far as your boy, though, as I've already mentioned with the beginning of this podcast, I don't, you know, with plenty, 60 at this point, or 61 now, okay? Um, <laughs> I don't play that shit, dog. I don't play that binary opposition shit, okay? So again, I'm not, I'm going to be examining and examining these issues, not only from the philosophical level, right? Then the philosophical level here being what mandate do I have to vaccinate myself? Like, why should I fucking vaccinate myself? Give me one good reason why I should vaccinate myself. And typically the argument will be, well, it's for the greater good of all of society. Fuck off. I really don't care about the greater good of all society and neither do you, because if you did, we wouldn't fucking, we wouldn't have shit like smart devices. We wouldn't have shit like fucking, uh, 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 um, 
just this literally every i can't even i can't it's not that i can't think of an example it's just so abundant our entire western society is built off the suffering of the rest of the world so spare me this whole it's for the greater good of morality while you're sitting here in your fucking nikes posting on your iphone and shit okay um and beyond that what if i'm just an amoralist an amoralist is someone that's fully well aware of all the ethical dilemmas but just simply doesn't give a fuck like i yeah that's me dog I, I teach ethics, yo, and I'm telling you, like, not only do I have a clear understanding of the ethical theories that you're trying to use to co-opt me into taking a vaccine, but I simply don't give a fuck. I don't care about the ethical theories or why they should be applied, right? And then, of course, there's the, uh, uh, the conspiratorial, if you will, quote-unquote level, and here's why. The conspiratorial element of a level comes into play when you realize that one side of this debate is always represented, dog. And I don't know about you, but me personally, that makes me pretty suspicious, right? And the side of the debate that's always represented, obviously, is the one that you should be vaccinated, to which I cannot help but ask myself, okay, let's just take a look into these vaccines and see what the fuck is really even in them, to which I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because there's plenty of those fucking, there's plenty of those videos already out there on YouTube that you can go and watch, okay? What I'm more interested in is the philosophical approach to it. And the philosophical approach to it demands that we ask shit like, do you really know what's in these vaccines? Or are you just taking the words for, of doctors rather at face value? And <laughs> before you hit me with that whole, oh, you're dismissing trained doctors now bullshit. No, you lazy fuck. I'm saying from the most radical skeptical of positions that your lack of knowledge and mine, okay, of the inner workings of the human body. I'll tell you straight up, I have no idea how the inner human body works, okay? Of the inner workings of the human body. I have no idea, and neither do you, almost certainly, of what the vaccine is comprised of in its composition, okay? I have no idea about infectious diseases and how they work, and almost certainly neither do you, right? And so on. And because of that, that alone precludes us from speaking intelligently on the matter. We just... They're, all we're going to be doing realistically is just parroting some other fucking asshole's words, some other people's ideology. And as I told you at the beginning of the podcast, I'm trying to de-ideologize de myself. There it is. De-ideologize myself, right? I don't want to fucking be beholden to any one particular ideology as much as I already am now. And, you know, this whole vaccination movement is itself ideology, bro. You have the ideology of the vaxxers and the non-vaxxers, essentially. And... I know that the common, the, the common response to this, what I'm saying, is to perceive it as a negative way. But I, that's only because we're always programmed. There's a hypervigilancy of the whole collective country. We're being held hostage, right, by these fucking reptilian overlords that have us always on edge. And because of that, we're always assuming the worst, dog. But I would consider it more of a challenge instead, okay? And the challenge is not to immediately react or to react immediately in a controversial and fucking you know hostile way but rather to properly learn about all the aforementioned and then some dog to learn about the inner workings of the human body to learn about the fucking infectious diseases to learn about the composition of the vaccines right so that you me and everyone else can have fucking informed opinions on the issues that are directly impacting our lives right so it's just like, imagine that, bro. Imagine that. A society of people who are actually informed about the shit that we're communicating about with each other in a healthy way, directed, not at winning an argument as the fucking Western Greek tradition has brainwashed people into doing is the only way uh, philosophy can be done, but rather at elevating our understanding of truth instead, 
like could philosophy aims to do, right? So to which again I say, fuck you, Plato, and the stupid Socratic method. Now, at the same time, it's important that we not be coy either and pretend that doctors themselves are not corruptible, dog, because... Again, at this point, like if you if you don't see it, there's I mean, there's really nothing I can do for you, bro. The literature is there, the examples are there. It's willful ignorance at this point if you're choosing not to look at them, right? Scientists, they're humans in general, dog, we're easily fucking swayed by money specifically. Humans ourselves, we're just people, dog. People are shit. That's how I feel, right? As I don't even know who the fuck rapped that, but I thought it was a fucking top line. Uh, it goes on to say. I'll bash your fucking head. That's how I'm being real. Something like that. Anyways, <laughs> uh, all this, everything else, dog, is just, it's just a facade, bro. Everything else is just a facade that's covered up in the skin of ideology. What it boils down to is the problem of human nature. That's a fundamental philosophical problem, dog. And if you think fucking scientists are immune from human nature because they've got a fucking fancy title attached to their name, you, my friend, are committing the appeal to authority, authority fallacy, all right? Um, of course, scientists are corruptible, dog. Just look at the history of sh- sugar, for example. Look at the history of economists who work at Harvard, this prestigious, supposedly, university that leave their position after writing, you know, economic laws to go work for fucking banks where they're going to benefit from the very laws that they helped author. Stop with this fucking worshiping of scientists, dog. That's scientism is just as worse as dogmatism, dog. Religious dogmatism uh, uh, specifically, Right. Um, so yeah, dog, honestly, in a way I am kind of saying that you should be suspect of what the scientists are telling you, right? I mean, cause n- nothing dog, nothing in a philosophical world is immune from moral criticism, right? Neither the law nor tradition. It does not give them, I don't give a fuck how sacred people hold any institution. I'll make fun of Allah and fucking Dr. Fauci. I don't give a motherfuck. Okay. Because neither one of them mean anything to me. They're both just fucking people, dog. They're both ideas at that. I've never met Dr. Fauci. I'll never meet Muhammad, thankfully, right? Um, so this idea that we can't criticize them is fucking absurd because it's that, that that that's when the end of philosophical thinking occurs. And that's I'm not here for that, dog. I'm not here for that. So we're seriously, I'm not going to sit here and allow people to front that questioning people who have historically, dog, historically shilled for big tobacco doctors saying that it's okay to fucking smoke cigarettes, right? historically have shilled for the fucking sugar and cancer industry and so on that they're fucking beyond moral reproach because they're scientists or doctors like get the fuck out of here they are people first and people are fucking evil dog and when money is introduced into the matter they'll fucking little they'll sing their little heads off in order to say whatever the fuck it is that the people who are paying them are paying them to do just so that they can continue to make more money all right and to pretend otherwise you're just being willfully ignorant dog and again committing that appeal to authority fucking fallacy this cultish worshiping nonsense that is so deeply ingrained in the western fucking tradition dog right which again i'll insist no one person belief or custom is beyond criticism and anyone that tells you otherwise dog honest to truth is a fucking enemy right because they're trying to get one over on you dog they're trying to pull the okie doke on your ass okay and by saying that you cannot question this because x y and z that person is fucking just trying to hide some shit dog basically right? And arguing this, it's not conspiracy, bro. It's fucking philosophy, (laughs) okay? And the philosophy there, this is where the fucking segue inevitably will, I'll come back, I'll circle around to the fucking segue of uh, 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 Foucault, right? Because I I, I, I initially sat down to write that episode, right? And then I just, like I said, dog, it's just so, it's not that it's boring to me, but I'm... (sighs) 
Foucault, his philosophy for all his fucking faults himself, fucking creepy pedophile fuck, right? He did a great job of articulating these ideas of the shared uh, human experience, right? Which is the only reason that I'll fucking even study his stupid ass ideas in the first place, okay? Or I guess his stupid ass, period, right? Not the ideas. Again, the ideas, shared collective human experience, and he's just the one that was able to filter them in a very philosophically astute way, right? Um, But as I was writing this episode... It was for the, <laughs> my fucking uh, speaker scared me. Okay, power's off on the battery, right? As I was writing this episode, that was the initial trajectory, Doc. I was just going to continue going on that line to explain a little bit more of the distinction between the modernists and the postmodernists during this, uh, rather through this Foucauldian lens. But again, I just, as I was doing it, I said, bro, I'm just so fucking, I guess fatigued at this point with fucking race and racial and racialized issues and everything fucking gendered issues for all that kind of shit bro and it's, maybe it's because again i'm a cisgendered piece of shit light-skinned chauvinistic first world shit lord right that can afford such a privilege or maybe it's because that's bougie liberal politics bro motherfuckers in the hood we're not concerned with that kind of shit not because we don't think it's important not because we hate gay people or trans people but because we got everyday real life shit to be fucking focused on dog and when we do have time to fucking relax, very rarely the real world shit here, of course, being putting food on our table, ensuring that our fucking rent and mortgages are paid, ensuring that our bills and utilities are paid so they don't fucking cut off our water or our electricity, and then having to engage in all the fucking labor necessary to do that, okay? Because of that real world shit, we don't really have the time to sit here and think about whether people should be using the fucking uh, separate bathrooms, despite the fact that, you know, you can just go out and shit in the woods if you feel that fucking powerfully about it, you know what I'm saying? Um, or at least in San Francisco in the fucking alleys, like everyone else does. Right. <laughs> um, so I said, nah, dog, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not going to go down this route. I'm not going to fucking go down this route. I'm taking a different route for this podcast. And the route that I decided to take was that of literal fucking Nazis, because yes, dog, there are literal white supremacist Nazis. And there's also the Nazis that don't fucking believe themselves to be Nazis in the form of the fucking progressive quote unquote liberal left. Okay. And then most importantly, there are the actual real Nazis. Okay, so this is where we get back to the fucking original part of the hoping to de-ideologize de myself podcast, dog. And, <laughs> okay, just, I'm going to just, in the interest of full disclosure, I'm going to tell you, dog, you're going to have to bear with me on this one, okay? Because some of y'all who aren't, that don't have the quote-unquote black belts and the conspiracy theories, okay, to quote-unquote that, for those of you who are listening only as well, this might be a tough pill for you to swallow. Why? I don't know. Maybe because of propaganda, right? The propaganda is very strong and it's very real. But again, in the interest of full disclosure, I'm not saying that I believe this because I'm a fucking radical skeptic. Don't believe anything, right? Not even the fact that I don't believe anything. <laughs> if you want to be that fucking pedantic and shallow about it, right? But what I am saying, dog, is sometimes I feel, especially when I'm like cycling through social media and shit, and I'm constantly, constantly being fucking bombarded by these racialized, gendered, fucking sexualized issues i can't help but feel and i'm sure you do too and i'm not, nothing what i'm telling you is revolutionary i'm just kind of qualifying in order to be you know as humble as possible that we're being programmed dog obviously we're being programmed okay um and that this is all part of a continued operation by the fucking government dog it's been going on in place since mk ultra operation mockingbird it never went away it's still alive and well right and that now it's just morphed via social media specifically through life log dog look up life log, life log. uh it was a, a darpa project okay that was fucking they put the kibosh on it because people found out what they were doing 
And, uh, you know, the government, they put an end to it, supposedly. But realistically, all it did was morph into Facebook, right? Um, and that ever since then, they're using that shit to fucking... It's a psyop, dog. It's a massive fucking psyop. And the reason I'm fucking so skeptical now... Not skeptical, but the reason what was really fucking with me... not fuck, I don't even want to say it's fucking with me, because honestly, like, at the end of the day, it just it is what it is. Let, 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 me, let me just get, throw it out there. I'm dancing around the issue, dog, because of how sensitive it's going to be. But honestly, brown people ourselves, we have no problem admitting this in general, because... Motherfuckers, y'all, com- European people committed genocide on this continent. Like, it's not that fucking complicated, right, to understand. Um, I personally, sometimes I feel like the Nazis never lost World War II, Doug. There it is, right there, okay? And I'm not alone in this. This is an idea that's been circling the fucking conspiratory underground for a long time. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Doug, you know, if you want to get to the the root of much of the philosophies, this one right here is it's it's kind of at the center, dog. It's kind of at the center in terms of modern history, and it's uh, what's even more so at the center is that you're gonna to have to delink the Nazis in Germany and realize that that was not an isolated issue. Genocide it was not fucking invented in Nazi Germany, dog. Again, a hundred million indigenous peoples here on Turtle Island alone. Hitler looked to America for inspiration. Now I say look to America because realistically, I'm almost fucking certain that the people who fucking committed genocide here in America against the indigenous populations, they fucking put Hitler in power to do the same in Germany. Okay. The same with all the other genocides that have occurred in modern history. We're talking about Armenian genocide, uh, uh, the ones in Russia, right? The ones in China, all these genocides are, I'm, I'm convinced they're fucking being perpetuated by the same reptilian lizard fucks. Okay. Um, <laughs> so when I say shit, like I'm not convinced the Nazis lost world war II, dog, Again, it's important to get into the foundation of much of these conspiracies, right? And that's that's kind of front and center because this particular one is going to start in a place where most people admittedly, right, they're not comfortable with. They're not comfortable with, which is hilarious to me because there's an immediate parallel that can be drawn to demonstrate the outright hypocrisy as to why, right? And the reason is because, again, the current beef with the vaccine is deeply deeply rooted in the belief that the Nazis didn't lose World War II, dog. That they, in fact, they won World War II. (laughs) And that everything that has happened since is nothing more than a continued unfolding of their vision, dog. Now, I get it. This is a huge, huge pill to swallow. And understandably so, right? So I got to continue to emphasize that. It's not that I believe this, right? I'm just telling you, yeah, it feels that way because of how ruthless of a fucking just how ruthless this capitalist society is that we're just feeling feels like we're being smothered on the under the oppressive fucking genocidal fig uh, a finger of capitalism okay where you can't help but feel sometimes like god damn dog it feels like fucking we're still living under this ruthless draconian dictatorship okay um (laughs) but realistically dog there's are there are people who put forth these compelling arguments that make you wonder like damn dog is it possible that the Nazis didn't lose World War II? Okay. Um, and it's not difficult, again, when you start to research it a little bit and realize like, yo, again, it's not completely unfathomable because the Nazis, they gained inspiration for their project from the treatment of the U.S. towards indigenous peoples here on Turtle Island. Okay. And it's, <laughs> again, it's difficult for many to conceive of the idea that the Nazis won the war because we like to fathom the United States as the quote unquote good guys who saved the world, but come on, dog, that's, that's fucking government programming. You're being brainwashed. That's propaganda, <laughs> right? That's shit we learned in day schools, bro. And if you really believe that, again, 
you might as well shut this bitch off now because the conditioning is so deep that you're simply just, I'm sorry to admit it, dog, you're probably too far gone at this point to even listen to the rest of the podcast because, again, it requires that we open into, that we engage into the space, that we enter into the space with at least the honest intention to, I'm not trying to convince you, I'm just saying, here's the reasoning why, it's up to you to decide whether you believe it or not. And if you can't enter into it with that good faith, then there's just no point in continuing along this particular episode of the podcast, right? Now, for two, to say that they didn't, to say that they didn't win, okay, it's historically ignorant, bro. Even, even if it's in accordance to what is legitimized through institutional curriculums. Again, who the fuck are these institutional curriculums to decide what is true and what is not? I live in Texas, homeboy. Texas is moving, if they haven't already, to make Moses, the biblical figure from the fucking Middle East, a founding father of the United States of America because of the influence, allegedly, that this country had from the Bible. That's how fucking, that's how ridiculous, how ridiculous our public institutional schools are here in this country, okay? And to say that it's implausible that the, that the Germans, the Nazis specifically, won World War II because your fucking public school book said so, uh, that's just, you're being disingenuous at this point. That's like these motherfuckers that say, you can't trust history. Columbus didn't discover America. He invaded it. Like, oh, yes, I agree with you. But now let's take it a step further and say, well, shit, we can't trust any history at all. So if it's all out in the open, it's radical skepticism. You doubt everything. You dismiss everything you have reason to doubt, including the idea that the Germans, the Nazis, lost World War II, right? <laughs> I mean, in terms of the historically ignorant part, just so I can cover my basis for that comment that I made, if any country was going to be the quote-unquote good guy during World War II, it was probably going to be the Russians, dog, because they're the ones that exhausted the German war machine with their relentless onslaught of fucking human bodies, basically, right? Which is obviously still saying a lot because the Russians themselves, they weren't much to write home about. They are just as fucking evil, okay? They committed a genocide of their own damn people, right? Uh, this is the part where I got to insist, dog, these tanky punks can fuck off, bro. Tankies are peoples who simp for the Soviet Union and, you know, by proxy China and other communist countries. And they defend their actions and talk shit to people like myself for pointing out their flaws as if genocide is ever justifiable. It's not, dog. It doesn't matter if it's the indigenous genocide, if it's the indigenous Holocaust, rather, if it's the Jewish Holocaust, if it's the fucking, the, 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 the one that occurred in China, the one that occurred in Russia. Genocide is genocide. Holocaust is Holocaust, dog. That's evil, okay? That is manifested through the actions of human beings and it is always deplorable dog it's never justifiable right now uh <laughs> going back to the issue of bartolo cologne dog or most famously known as christopher columbus the same motherfuckers again who dismiss everything i just said about german potentially uh, germany rather having potentially won world war ii as conspiratorial nonsense are the same motherfuckers who will look you dead in the eye and tell you that the history you learn in fucking American schools is a lie because Columbus didn't discover America. And it's just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yes, I agree with you. Now let's take it into a step further because that's the point of intellectual consistency, bruh. Either mainstream history as we know it is a lie and cannot be trusted, or it isn't a lie and you're simply piercing together this narrative that best suits your subjective interests. This isn't a fucking, uh, the, what is that logical fallacy shit? It's, it's completely escaping me now where I'm uh, 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 painting two uh, uh, false equivalency. It's not false equivalency, dog. You have to just be, it's the law of excluded middle. Either the lights are entirely on or the light is entirely off. One light cannot be both entirely on or entirely off at the same time. 
One marker cannot be entirely black or entirely red at the same time. It is either entirely black or entirely red. It's in the word entirely, okay? The same is true with fucking history. Like, yo, you're either going to say that mainstream history is a lie or it's not. Which one is it, dog? Because in order to proceed fucking faithfully along this trajectory, we got to determine which road we're going to take. And if the road fucking zigzags back and forth only to fucking satisfy the narrative of reality that you've pieced together for yourself, we're not going to be able to do so. We're not going to get anywhere. You're literally going to be fucking moving sideways the entire time. And that's, I'm not with that, right? So me personally, again, I have no problem openly admitting that mainstream history is a fabricated joke, okay? It's a, a group of lies agreed upon, if you will, to quote, <laughs> uh, right? The Napoleon guy, whatever. And as such, I have no problem being, right, at the very least open to the ideas that the Nazis might have won the war, dog. And it's this that I find to be, <laughs> this is what I find to be one of the driving forces behind conspiracy theories. It's all there, dog. The reptilian shit, the fucking moon bases, the uh, deep underground military bases, the hollow earth, fucking Antarctica bases, all that kind of shit. It's directly tied to the idea that the Nazis won World War II, bro, right? And also fucking the vaccinations because what were the fucking Nazis doing? At least we're told in their fucking, in their, in their concentration camps, dog. They were performing fucking medical experiments, medical experiments that in turn were implemented here in the United States of America, specifically the forced hysterectomy of black and brown women. Like this is history, bro. And it's either, it may not be in your fucking textbooks, but it's documented events. So again, which, you know, like you gotta, you can't pick and choose. You cannot piecemeal. You gotta maintain logical consistency, right? Now, again, I maintain it's just skepticism, bro. And while I'm certainly not saying that conspiracy theories themselves don't suffer tremendously from a lack of intellectual consistency, because they do. They absolutely do. I am saying, at the very least, they are open to, you know, questioning the ideas of the establishment, bro. At, so at, at the very least, they have a little bit of an edge because no academic dork is ever going to fucking question this. Fucking lose their jobs for doing so, right? Um, but as a inquisitive, free-thinking person, we cannot be limited. I mean... <laughs> How free are we really, dog? How free are we really? We can't explore our own mind. We can't explore our own consciousness. We can't explore our own thoughts. We can't explore our own ideas out of fear of repercussion. It's the illusion of freedom, dog. It's not real freedom at all, okay? And um, mainstream, institutional, academic history, philosophy, just the, the universities in general, dog, they're very much a part of the establishment, right? And it's haunting to admit. Haunting, bro. It's fucking haunting. It's terrifying, Okay. Because uh, if the truth about stories has taught us anything, it's not only that they're all that we got, <laughs> but that it's that it should be that these stories, they are important insofar as they are what anchor us and give us a sense of presence in the past, the future, and the present, dog. And these institutions these uh, of higher learning, we have given them our trust to be these guardians of this truth in a way where they can continue to guide us in the past, present, and future so that we don't just fucking wake up one day as a collective human species with absolutely no idea of who we are or where we came from or where we're going. Oh, wait, that's exactly what's happening at this moment, isn't it? Fuck. Anyways, <laughs> what do I know, right? Um, it's not like I got a master's degree in the philosophy of history or anything. I mean, I did, but just in case you didn't know. Uh, what's that show? Uh, Wayward Pines. Wayward Pines, dog. That's the basic just behind Wayward Pines. Motherfuckers wake up, this random ass little town up in fucking what they believe to be North Dakota or something. I don't know. Um, 
and they think that they're living in the present, but they're not, dog. They're living in a world that is 2,000 years in the future because humans, surprise, surprise, fucked up the planet, gave birth to these fucking abbeys, okay? These like uh, mutated human, uh, uh, these mutated humans that turned into monsters, right? And uh, they were trying to save humanity. So they took, you know, some of the best people that existed at the time when the, the initial outbreak occurred, cryogenically froze them, brought them to life 2,000 years later. And now everyone's looking around like something's not fucking right here, okay? And that's kind of that's kind of what's happening now. And that's why we have these institutions in place to keep it from ever occurring. But again, dog, human nature, you cannot sway human nature, human, you know, human beings. We do not enter for the most part into most discussions fucking in the interest of full faith, right? In the interest of good faith. We come in with these loaded ideologies and these loaded beliefs, whether it be from traditions, from cultures, uh, customs. And we seek in many instances to preserve those through, you know, uh, storytelling, even in the form of history. And those storytellings that we tell in the form of history influence the development of institutions and curriculums and the way we perceive science and all that other kind of shit, right? So long story short, dog, it's not that fucking implausible to at least be open to the idea, right, <laughs> that the Nazis could have potentially won World War II, dog. Now, on the flip side of this, a quick, obvious response to this will be that if the Nazis did win the war, then the signs of their victory would be everywhere, wouldn't it? To which the response is, sure. If you insist on maintaining this youthful outlook on them, like a very youthful outlook on the Nazis, dog, where they were some childhood comic book villain, if you will, that was vanquished by the do-gooders over at the Avengers Academy, Right. That's a childish interpretation of what life is, of what the Nazis were, okay? And that's, it's just not the case, bro, okay? And beyond being outright scum in terms of their views towards treatment of non-white peoples, the Nazis were fucking masters of the occult, dog, okay? They were masters of hiding shit in plain sight. So if you ask me personally, at least, it's if they're masters of occult, dog, of the occult, Obviously, they're not going to be outright with their fucking victory, all right? They're not going to be outright with it, dog. They would That would have made too much of a splash, okay? But honestly, just consider, just at least be open to the idea, right, of all the shit that Nazi Germany condoned, okay? And then look at all the shit that has unfolded, not just since World War II here on this fucking stolen fucking land, but prior to World War II, dog. And then really, honestly, genuinely start to ask yourself, were the Nazis even really ever anything more than an extension of the colonial project that started here in the United States to begin with? Okay. So what I'm trying to say is like, again, we're fed this bullshit ass history about how they rose, the Nazis, independently uh, to power in Germany, right? But I mean, come on, dog. Globalism is not new. It just It's new for us because now we can connect to motherfuckers all around the world, right? Shout out to you motherfuckers that are listening from outside of not only El Paso, Texas, from outside of Texas, but from outside of fucking the United States, period. What's up, dog? I see you and I appreciate the fuck out of you, right? But <laughs> to think that globalism is new, it come on, dog. We're, that's youthful ignorance. The military industrial complex, it's not new, dog. These things are not new, Right? The same motherfuckers that came to the U.S. and exterminated all the indigenous people were the very same, or may very well be, rather. Let me be very cautious with my words here. The same motherfuckers that came here to the United States and imposed, they, it was a planned attack, dog, of the United States. Uh, uh, it wasn't even the United States at that point. It was a planned attack of 
just to be as inclusive to all the indigenous peoples as possible. Turtle Island, okay? This was not an accidental discovery. Don't fu- Again, come on. He wasn't searching for India, dog. How fucking... That's K through 12 public education bullshit, bro. These motherfuckers knew exactly what they were doing and it was a planned attack, okay? Um, <laughs> and the same motherfuckers that planned that attack, that, that planned the extermination of the indigenous peoples, they may, they may very well be, dog, the same motherfuckers that were exterminating non-white folk up in Germany, okay? And that the entirety of the war, like those of today, may very well have been nothing more than a giant fucking arms deal to fucking manufacture ungodly sums of money for the elite. And the only thing that has you thinking otherwise is the government-sanctioned propaganda you learned in they schools, bro. This is not like... (laughs) Again, I th- I talk about this shit and people be like, well, those motherfuckers off his rock or tinfoil hat wearing ass motherfucker. No, dude, like, yo, here in El Paso, Nazis literally bombed our sister city, Juarez, dog. The Nazis, you know, through Warner Von Braun. Okay, this motherfucker was sentenced to death, yo, Warner Von Braun. But the same as Derek Chauvin was, he was spared, okay? Uh, well, not Derek Chauvin, he was not spared. Uh, Warner Von Braun was spared, right? The larger institution was kept in place. So the prison industrial complex, that's what's going to be kept in place. Derek Chauvin was fucking sacrificed in order to ensure the survival of the military industrial complex, okay? Um, the same is true when it came to these Nuremberg trials. They put people to death, but they weren't the fucking ringleaders, dog. The ringleaders were people like Warner Von Braun, who was sentenced to death at the exact same time, the exact same time, yo, that he was helping put NASA on the moon, Okay. <laughs> And motherfuckers, will they'll hit you again with that public school history shit. They'll say, well, it's because if it wasn't for him, the German, the not the the Russians would have won the fucking the the space race. Fuck off, dog. Come on, yo, quit being so fucking useful with your outlooks. Be a little bit more critical. I'm not saying that it is the absolute truth, but I'm saying to at least, at the very least, consider the possibility that these motherfuckers came to the United States after having won World War II, and they are the ones that continued their project here on this fucking land, yo. And that they, just the same way as they were fucking fluoridating the water in the concentration camps, they proceeded to do so here in the United States of America. The same way they were forcefully sterilizing Jewish women in the concentration camps is the same way they came here and did it to brown and black women, okay? The medical experimentation uh, and so many other conspiracy theories, quote-unquote conspiracy theories, that help explain why motherfuckers feel as though the Nazis never lost the war. Again, look at everything that happened on this continent before the arrival of Europeans, and look at everything that has happened since World War II with the Nazi dog. And it's from this very line of reasoning that they arrive at their skepticism towards vaccinations, bro. Now, before I continue, again, it's imperative that I state that I myself, yeah, you know what, dog? I necessarily don't believe all of this, but I can tell you that if I was to if I was to try to say something with certainty, it's that I'm almost, almost certainly an anti, I'm like 95% anti-vax dog. There's a little bit of 5% where I'm like, okay, I'll still be a little bit open to it, right? Again, I say something of, because I'm not committed in either direction, but I will say again with confidence that I do lean heavily towards the anti-vax part, dog, okay? And it's more than just some, from some traditional libertarian stance, okay? So the traditional libertarian stance is like the whole leave me alone, right? Leave me the fuck alone type shit. Like it's, it's more than just that. Cause yeah, I do want to be left the fuck alone, but it's more than that. Okay. Uh, and what it is dog is just, just me giving you a little backdrop into my history. I'm very sensitive towards being treated like a fucking guinea pig, yo. Right. And it's because of my time in the American military. 
where they'll tell you straight up, dog, you're not a person anymore. You are an object and you are treated as such. You are pro- you are property of the United States government and they treat you as such, yo. So when it comes to these vaccinations, when I was in the military, yo, like we didn't have an option to take shots. They just, <laughs> they, and on top of us not having an option about whether or not we're going to be fucking vaccinated, they were under no obligation to tell us what was in them, okay? Because again, when you're in the service, we, you, we are, we were, we're property of the United States military, dog. We're not people and they don't give a fuck what happens to us, right? And if you don't feel like, though, that's some fucking medical experimentation type shit, <laughs> you're, again, are maintaining this youthful fucking, this youthful ignorance, yo. And the part that really fucks me, dog, is that there's mad people, like always, dog, mad motherfuckers in the military who are always getting sick. We know, we know just based off their history of the United States military, like, you know, Agent Orange type shit. What happened in Iraq war? They have no problem exposing the fucking troops, the soldiers, right? Uh, the military in general, uh, uh, service men and women. They have no problem exposing them to harmful chemicals that are fucking going to lead to their death, their fucking genetics being all fucked up and giving birth to children who have, you know, birth defects because of the shit that they were exposed to in the military. Here, the, the United States military or other people like in Vietnam, right? They, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. That's... That's some serious medical experimentation type shit, dog. And to think that it stops just be, just at, to think that that sort of attitude and mentality stops with the weapons that they're using, like, come on, yo. Again, I must maintain the insistence on this youthful ignorance that we're maintaining. Of course, they're going to do the same shit with fucking experimental vaccines, bro. So admittedly, when it comes to fucking vaccinations, dog, especially mandatory vaccinations, my views are admittedly mad jaded given my past experience. Now, in terms of the COVID vaccine, there's a lot of shit that still it still needs to be accounted for, dog, that I personally am simply not comfortable with, right? So what I mean is like, tell me why exactly I'm a bad guy for wanting to wait it out. For one, I think it's a good thing that I want to wait it out because, you know, I'm sure that the COVID virus is a fucking, I have no doubt that it's a, a, a deadly virus. How it was made and how it was released, different story. I don't fucking think it was fucking because of a bad dog. Come on now, Right. Do you know how strong a monkey is? If you try to fuck it, it would literally rip your dick off and ah, psh, toss that shit in the tall bushes, never to be seen. It's Dave Chappelle, dog, okay? Talking about the AIDS story. And the same kind of deal with the fucking vaccine story, or rather the bat story with the COVID. Like, I'm not buying it, right? However, I don't doubt that it's a fucking deadly virus, right? So I'm not trying to downplay and, you know, dismiss the fucking importance of the COVID uh, virus. <sighs> what I am saying, okay, is that me personally, from what I've read, what I've gathered, it's probably a good thing that I didn't get the vaccine because there were other more deserving people that needed it long before I did, right? The people who were most susceptible to the fucking COVID vaccine. So at the very least, how the fuck am I a bad guy for wanting to hold out, okay? And furthermore, again, what the fuck happened to freedom, bro? Because if I'm not free to choose something as fundamental as what goes in or stays out of my own body, truly, how free am I, Doug? Because again, it's one thing to be told your government property when you're in the service and act accordingly because, you know, at the very least, you understand that it is a volunteer service and that you signed up for everything it entailed. Whether or not it was an uninformed decision like mine, that's a different story, okay? But given that I'm all about that radical ownership shit about life, I'll take full responsibility for the outcome of my choice I made to sign my life away to this evil empire for four years, okay? But after that, Seriously, dog, how, how how the fuck can you even seriously pretend to be in a free country where the government is forcing you to comply with their mandates? And even if it's not written into law yet, 
that doesn't make the pressure to do so any less. Because, yo, I mean, we I've talked about this at previous at multiple times in this podcast. The herd mentality. Human beings are pack animals. And the herd mentality is very real, bro. I'm not saying that I personally am extremely affected by it. I'm affected to a certain extent, right? But not so much to fucking rush out and get vaccinated, okay? By others' thoughts on me for not being vaccinated because that's slave shit, dog, honestly. To rush out and get a vaccine because you're afraid of being fucking ostracized from a group of people, like, that's weak shit, okay? But others are. And you know what? Like, good for you, dog. Whatever makes you happy. Again, I'm not at that point where I'm trying to fucking say, you should be living life this way because this, no, I don't give a fuck. Live your life. Let me live mine, right? And if it isn't the fear of ostracization that's co-opting them to get vaxxed, you also can't ignore the fear-based programming we've all been skull-fucked with to death, basically, for the past year living under this draconian law, dog, this draconian lockdown, right? Fuck, at this point, just fuck this whole being afraid of dying by COVID at this point. Motherfuckers are just so tired of this lockdown, and they're just trying to get back to pre-COVID life that many of us, we're willing to do whatever it takes to do so, including taking this fucking experimental vaccine, right? But again, I must insist, explain to me how holding people hostage, basically, the hostage here pointing, uh, you know, they're dangling the carrot, if you will, to use the fucking asshole from CNN that came out and said, if we don't dangle the carrot of freedom in front of these people, how are we going to get them to take the COVID vaccine? Fuck you, bitch, right? It's not that. That's some straight Nazi indoctrination type shit, bro. Completely antithetical to the freedom this country allegedly represents, right? This isn't conspiratorial, bro. Again, CNN, they were just recently exposed for purposely playing up the pandemic to boost their ratings. That there was that, again, that fucking lady, man, who was fucking dangling the carrot of freedom, okay? Which is hilarious because at the very least, you know, Texas for all its faults, they told her to fuck off too. They told Fauci to fuck off too and they lifted the fucking draconian lockdowns. They lifted the mask mandate, right? And look at what happened. The cases went down, right? You, this type of shit, you can't fucking ignore it, dog. You can't ignore it. This is the whole part of the, the keeping track shit, the keeping record shit. You can't ignore shit like this lady, the supposed expert coming on television and saying that you're not going to get your freedom. First of all, bitch, who the fuck are you to say what I can and cannot have, especially when it comes to freedom? Like, you're not my fucking, you're, you're nothing to me, okay? You are nothing in general. You're just a human being with a fancy fucking title associated with their name, Okay. Uh, same for fucking Bill Gates. You're just a fucking asshole who's accumulated a vast amount of, you're a fucking little punk bitch, dog, who's associate, who's accumulated enough wealth and resources to be able to influence public fucking opinion. You are not an elected official and you are absolutely not a fucking expert. So who the fuck are you to tell me when the fuck I can get my freedom back, right? That's part of the whole keeping track of shit. The same with event 201 and so much other shit that you can point to and be like, come on, son. If you don't see what the fuck, if you don't see the okie doke at this point, you're being willfully fucking ignorant. Which brings me back to the point of the Nazis and the occult. If it's on any major news source, dog, you can bet your sweet fucking ass it's all a front. And that the truth is being revealed in a more subliminal way, right? So in the terms of the COVID vaccine, they're going to say it's experimental. But again, how do we know, dog? Like, how do we know it's experimental? Because they tell us so? We're just supposed to believe them at fucking face value? Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. We don't even know what the fuck COVID is. Not because supposedly scientists don't, but because again, you and I, we do not have the knowledge of the infectious diseases of what COVID is, right? Whether it's even really what everyone has been deathly afraid of it being, right? We don't know what the vaccine is, nothing. All we know is what we're being told. You, the flu cases were significantly down this year. Like, come on, dog. 
<sighs> I may have been born at night, but I wasn't born last night type shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and one thing I do know is that the company that's rolling out the vaccines, they're not new, dog. And neither is the technology that they're using to combat the virus. Um, the one that I'm talking about specifically is Moderna, dog. And they're a biotech company predicated on another biotech company called CRISPR, right? And just a quick rehashing for those of you that don't know, CRISPR is a gene editing company that's <laughs> focused on just to be as simple about it as possible, altering human DNA, right? And here's where the underground shit really starts to raise their concerns, dog. This is the second part of the conspiratorial beef that people have with the vaccines, right? Specifically, they're arguing two things on the second part. The first of which being that the vaccine is undoing their quote-unquote God-given. I scare quote it because, as I've already discussed, most of these uh, in other podcasts, right? Uh, most of these conspiracies are always filtered through a Christian lens, right? So this part, like, take it for what you will, dog, all right? But they're always saying that it's their God-given. They're trying to undo their God-given genome so that they remove that, that they may remove utterly the belief in God and trap them in essentially what is this prison colony. It's uh, the God gene. It's uh, What is it? The MMAT2 gene, okay, something like that. And they argue that the MMAT2 gene is the is the God gene. Christians will say like it's literally what you know what makes us uniquely human and as close to God as possible. Scientists will say that it's really just a gene that makes people feel as though they're having a God-like experiment. Whatever it is, right? This shit gets real deep real quick. And it's focused on how technology is basically this evil force that is driven by these quote-unquote lower-level entities that are trying to recreate eternal life, either because they A simply wants to live forever or B, are afraid of dying and having to deal with the ramifications of their evil fucking actions while they were living in this dimension, right? It's this latter part, dog. It's this latter that most conspiracy heads really gravitate to. And it's the cause of uh, for so much of the quote-unquote ideas of the spiritual war that's coming out, right? That you hear motherfuckers talking about, like Alex Jones type shit, right? Um, as for the second one, right? A more material, it's a more material, but it's no less haunting reason is that what makes us uniquely human, if it's being altered, then it's easy for the government to completely strip us of any rights that we allegedly possess because only humans have these rights, right? And if your DNA is altered and you're no longer a fucking uniquely human being uh, because your DNA has been fundamentally altered, then you're no longer human and those rights are no longer entitled to you, bro. Now, I will pause here. I will pause here yet again to remind you, I don't necessarily believe, nor do I necessarily not believe any of this. Remember, your boy is a radical skeptic. So the only thing I'm comfortable with admitting is that the only thing I know for certain is that I know nothing at all, okay? At best, I have these ideas that, I've been, that, I, that I personally have formulated based on the availability of the information that's provided to me, which itself is fucking mad skeptical because these fucking elite globalists, uh, these technocrats, right? So they could just decide what information no longer exists now. <laughs> fucking digital book burning type shit, right? And uh, there is, in all honesty, dog, there is one piece of evidence that has been fucking with me, right? Uh, and that is that they, as in the MSM, they say that the COVID vaccine is experimental, but there are other sources that say that this vaccine has been in production for a while now, right? And that is that is why that it was so quick to be developed. Like that's not that's not new. This has been this has been known, okay? Um, and this is also not a stretch because to believe when we continue it further that the COVID itself has existed long before the pandemic because there was a fucking day and time, dog, back in the day. I mean, perhaps still now. I don't know. I haven't been able to get my hands on any recently because of the fucking 
mob mentality that went on and fucking scooped them all up. But this COVID shit was on the list of germs that could be killed by everyday household Clorox wipes. So we know COVID is also not new, okay? So what the argument then is going to continue to state then is that if the vaccine was already prepared, it stands to reason that it has already undergone human and animal trials. And this is honestly where the shit starts to scare me a little bit. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm all up in my head. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe I'm falling victim to the fear-based programming. I don't know what it is, dog. Okay. But uh, in the interest of full disclosure, I'll be upfront with you. And I'll tell you that straight up, I've been simultaneously fascinated yet deathly terrified of zombies and a zombie apocalypse since childhood, yo, right? Since the first time I watched Night of the Living Dead. Ever since then, like, I've just been terrified of zombies, okay? But also weirdly, morbidly fascinated with them. And again, I'm not trying to play it up or be overtly alarmist, but I've also had, like, these recurring nightmares, which probably speaks volumes to how traumatized I was as a child from watching the movie, right? But of this zombie apocalypse and the reason why being the fear of running and running and knowing full well that there will be nowhere left to hide right? Who will survive and what will be left of them type shit? Because inevitably in a zombie apocalypse, everyone's going to get infected, right? And at one point or another, you're just going to have to accept your fate. I'm talking here fucking walking dead type shit, right? Now I say this because the next part of the conspiracy that they're talking about, that's, that's the part that really gets to me, right? And it starts off with the current mRNA vaccine animal trials that were aimed at trying to cure cancer. You know, the movie I Am Legend because Revelation of Method and whatnot. <laughs> and what happens is, uh, what happened rather, like what happened is that after injecting monkeys with cancer, they gave them the experimental vaccine and it did initially help them to reduce tumors. But then the, supposedly these fucking monkeys, they turned cannibalistic and they had to be euthanized, dog. Now, this was thought to be the first, this was thought to be the, 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 first, of, the first trial. But again, Many in the conspiracy community, dog, there have been insisting that it wasn't, that this was not the first trial, that the first trial, in fact, actually took place among the homeless population in Miami a few years ago. Now, again, before you fucking go all like, oh, the government would never do that, the syphilis, the Tuskegee experiment, dog, like this is not new. This is American fucking history. This is American as apple pie, homeboy test, the government testing shit on fucking civilians is not new, Okay. There's more examples than just the, the, the Tuskegee experiments where they willfully injected fucking black communities with, hep, with what was it, hepatitis or herpes under the guise of giving them a, a, a vaccination, right? Like, you can't put shit past this evil empire, bro. Now, before I continue, I will again pause. And I have to emphasize that I don't necessarily believe this, right? I'm just fucking throwing it out there, dog. That in researching for this episode... I couldn't find anything that attests to this based off simple preliminary Google search. Like I'm talking about rudimentary Google search, right? mRNA, Moderna, uh, vaccine trials, cannibals, Miami, Florida type shit. Like, and I could find nothing on it. Now, as I qualified it already, like five minutes ago, not finding anything on a quick Zoogle, uh, Zoogle, what the fuck is Zoogle? On a quick Google search regarding this, to me at least, <laughs> it's not definitive proof that the information doesn't exist. Okay, because again, at least for me personally, dog, by this point, Google has no credibility as an epistemic source. They, they have none, let alone any other big tech comp uh, corporation. The moment you start censoring shit in the interest of political ideology, your fucking cr your, uh, uh, credentials as an epistemic source, they're completely out the fucking window. So I have no reason to trust anything they or their stupid fucking fact, checker, uh, fact checkers have to say. Now, to be further clear... I didn't look further into this because that would have introduced a whole ass other component into this episode 
That's already long enough as it is. I appreciate you listening this far, okay? And I will inevitably, but in the meantime, I challenge you to do the same if you feel some type of way about it because, you know, that's how critical thinking works. I say something, you say, man, fuck that fool. You don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Let me go research it. And then you come back with facts and I say, damn, that's a pretty good point. Let me go research it. And then we just go back and forth and hopefully arrive to a higher level of understanding, okay? Anyways, what makes the Miami and the Florida example in general so special is that for those of you that recall, it was the site of two, two high-profile cannibalistic attacks, the first of which made worldwide news, dog, and was bl- it was blamed on a batch of bath salts, a narrative that was later proven to be fucking false by toxicology reports, right? And what makes this example even more interesting is that the underground is claiming the conspiracy circles, okay? They're claiming that it was this trial mRNA vaccine that was responsible for it and because they were seeking to set the, the LD5050 rate and that is what initially caused the attack, right? Now, again, I don't necessarily believe this, but I don't necessarily not believe it because I don't know what the fuck to believe anymore, okay? But I will say this. If Miami was phase one and the monkeys were phase two, then this would make the current vaccines phase three, right? And thus the recipients, experimental subjects, which according to this line of reasoning, we must ask. Why would you willingly fucking subject yourself to a vaccine that has yet to be established? Now, the fear ultimately is that this is all part, this is like the the ultimate conspiracy part, okay? Like just wrapping this bitch together. It's all part of a continued threat of depopulation, bro. In this way, via the zombie apocalypse. Now, I know it sounds fucking absurd. I know it sounds absurd, okay? When I first heard about it, read about it, I was like, this fucking, this is crazy, dog. But again, yo, truth is stranger than fiction sometimes. And as absurd as it might get, there are two things to consider. One, how much of what the underground has already been saying for decades already has come true in just this past year alone, dog? I'm talking digital currency, one world governments, whether it be the WHO, uh, whether it be the WHO, the CDC, the USA, or the Illuminati, it doesn't matter, dog. Okay, it's a one world government that's determining the outcome of our lives for the last year already. These mandatory vaccine passports, reduced freedom, the, uh, freedoms, the seizing of weapons, the list goes on and on and on of what the fucking conspiracy heads have been telling us is going to happen. To which at what point, uh, at one point we have to ask ourselves, when does this shit stop being a conspiracy? Like when does the pattern, when, does, when, when can I tell you, like the pattern that I'm following here is going to make me a million dollars and you know... I make the million dollars and then I turn around and say, this same pattern is going to make me $10 million and then it makes me $10 million and it makes me $20 million, and you're still skeptical saying, I don't believe you because patterns are just something that we created as human beings to fucking impose into the external world to try to make sense and order out of it. Like, okay, dog, like you can sit here and believe, you can sit here and believe that and I don't blame you, but this, these patterns are, are demonstrating demonstrable results. So at what point are we going to say, okay, maybe there's a little bit of a pattern unfolding here and we got to start paying more attention to it. All right. Uh, at what point, basically, right, <laughs> uh, are we no longer the frogs being boiled alive in increasingly hot water? Uh, and two, most importantly, this is the one that really fucked with me, dog. Why the fuck is the, CC, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, why are they working with FEMA having zombie apocalypse drills, dog? And why, of all things, are they allegedly basing this on a prediction by Nostradamus, right? The Nostradamus' quatrain that in the year 2021, 
there's going to be a mass group of people who are warring with each other. Like that's what they're basing it on. They're having just the fact that they're having a fucking zombie apocalypse drills in the first place is fucking alarming. But they're basing it off a conspiracy or like it's basically a conspiracy, right? A fucking prediction. It's like they're trying to manifest this shit, dog. Again, going back to that episode that I did on uh, the seven sermons to the dead, like you might not believe it, but these fuckheads do. And they're trying to manifest this type of shit, right? And the answer, of course, according to the conspiracy heads in the underground, is because they're fucking maniacal, genocidal, literal fucking Nazis, bro. They've brainwashed us into thinking that the quote-unquote literal fucking Nazis are Jordan Peterson and Milo Yiannopoulos because that's how the occult works. The literal fucking Nazis are the ones that are having drills with the CDC and FEMA fucking in preparation for a zombie apocalypse because they're trying to manifest this shit through the occult, bro. It was... (laughs) Again, they're fucking, they're back on their bullshit, dog. They never left. They never fucking lost the war. They, whoever the fuck it is, it's the same continuation of fucking shit. They're trying to manifest their destiny, if you will, right? The indigenous Holocaust, not a byproduct of accidental discovery. It was the result of a planned invasion. Decolonize yourself from this bullshit ass Western manifest destiny narrative that tells you otherwise. The Jewish Holocaust, the Russian Holocaust, the Chinese Holocaust. These are all, they're not accidents, bro. They are the byproducts of these genocidal reptilian fucking maniacs, the quote unquote masters of humanity. If you want to run, if you want to use the philosophical language of Noam Chomsky, who run shit and thrive off death and suffering. It's fucking a pattern, homeboy. It's a pattern. It's a continuously repeating cycle. And all the conspiracy heads in the underground are doing, all we're doing is keeping score. And what makes it the most terrifying is it's coming it, it, It's coming to us now. Like, it's happening now, bro. <laughs> and it's crazy how people, the people who are warning about it are the ones who are being censored by the technocrats. Like, what the fuck? What up, Alex Jones? I see you, homeboy, right? So I guess in conclusion, to draw this long-ass bitch fucking uh, to an end, no, I'm not going to rush to get the fucking vaccine. And I will never be in favor of a digital passport, of unarming a populace, and all the other shit that goes along with the script, dog. And maybe it's because I am, in fact, just a fucking paranoid, tinfoil hat-wearing, delusional turd who's masking con- uh, uh, fringe conspiracy theories with philosophy. Or maybe it's because I've delinked from the chains forcing us to consume the shadows on the wall, bro, in the cave. And after looking around this bitch, I'm come to the conclusion that not only is reality stranger than we imagine, it's fucking stranger than we can imagine, homeboy. So I don't know, man, whatever the case is, you know, you know, your boy would never leave you hanging, right? Like you make your own decision. You come up to your own conclusion, dog. But as far as me, I'll never leave you hanging with a lack of philosophical evidence for all the shit that I just dropped. Okay. But again, unfortunately, this podcast is already like an hour and 10 minutes long, dog. It's it's plenty long. And rather than continue to bludgeon you with fucking my monotone voice, my voice, what the fuck's a voice? My monotone voice is voice in Espanol, right? I will gladly end this bitch right here and assure you that this is a two-part banger, okay? So basically what I'm doing is I'm setting up the conspiracy theories view with this first one just to circle it back to the beginning. And on the next episode, I'm going to hit you with the philosophical foundation for why their ideas are perhaps not as fringe as you would like to believe. Okay. So until then, um, yeah, this is like I said, a good point is I need to fucking draw this bitch to an end. So I guess until next time, I hope you all have a great rest of your day and I'll see you then. Peace.